Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The topic is giving to get in settlement negotiations. And this is based on an article on our blog, familylawheadquarters.com, titled, In Settlement Negotiations, You Often Have to Give to Get. And the date of this article is July 31st, 2016. So as a follow-up to the episode today, you can definitely go on over to familylawheadquarters.com and check out the article which uh, certainly helps explain this point further and might be of use to you if you are interested in this topic. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the topic and talk about it and digest it. And here it is in a nutshell, which is when you get into divorce and family law cases, there can oftentimes be lots of substantive issues in play between the parties. In other words, there might be lots of different issues that ultimately have to be either settled or resolved through a trial if the parties aren't able to settle those issues. So in a divorce case, for example, take uh, issues of child custody or what's called parenting time. Uh, In some locations, uh, child support, spousal support uh, could be in play. Uh, In a typical divorce case, obviously, uh, there's going to be property and debt division issues that are going to be out there. In most cases, the parties uh, don't instantaneously work all these issues out. So from the home to the retirement accounts to the bank accounts, maybe to the credit card debts and other assets, you name it, there might be issues that have to be worked out. And the difficulty for a lot of parties is doing that. And so to settle a divorce case, for example, the parties ultimately have to reach a settlement on all these different contested issues that can be out there. And what can be difficult for a lot of parties is they can agree on a lot of different issues that might be out there. Uh, but there could be one, two, three, four, five issues, you name it, in which they don't agree. And and because of that, uh, a lot of parties aren't able to have what we call generically an uncontested case, right? They're not able to just put settlement paperwork together, sign it, and, and ultimately conclude the case because they've got these issues out there, right? These issues in which they don't agree on. And they can be very big picture Um, in terms of labels like sole or joint custody, uh, can be, you know, uh, numeric issues like how much child support, how much spousal support. Um, But in some cases, these issues can be, um, in other words, smaller parts to these bigger concepts. So it could be things like who's dropping off and picking up the kids. You know, is the exchange at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock? Uh, in the summertime, is it every other week or is it, you know, every two weeks, for example? Uh, when you get in, into support issues, it might not be the child support and the spousal support numbers, but it could be things like tax deductions. It could be items like private school, let's say, or insurance. And so a lot of times the issues can be these issues that ultimately um, – might be things that parties initially overlook, but when they get into the nitty-gritty, when they get into the details, they find out that there's some issues there in which they just don't see eye to eye. And so, again, the premise of the podcast today is giving to get in settlement negotiations. And so, again, here's really the premise. 
which is for these issues in which the parties don't agree. Uh, it oftentimes can be very advantageous for, for a party to rank those issues. So let's say there's five issues out there in which they don't see eye to eye with on their spouse, let's say, who they're divorcing. Well, it can be useful for them to rank those issues. So which of those issues are most important to them? And then which of those issues are least important to them? And then on the flip end, um, while it's almost impossible to speculate with exact certainty, a lot of times parties have a good idea in terms of what the goals of their spouse are as well. So it can be useful to try to rank uh, the items in the order that the other spouse might rank these from a priority level, right? And the hope here is there might be some issues in which a party is dead set on. There's just no compromise on, you know, these are make or break type issues uh, for them. But oftentimes there might be issues in which there's disagreement. Uh, they certainly have a preference for one outcome versus another, but maybe they're willing to give on on a particular issue. In other words, maybe it isn't make or break. Like maybe there's a middle ground. Maybe this is an issue they can ultimately concede um, if they're able to get an, a concession on on an item which is really critical to them. So again, the premise is giving to get in settlement negotiations. And again, the idea is, in a lot of cases, a party will want to rank their goals from most important to least important in terms of the items specifically in which there isn't an agreement on, and then try to rank it as well for their spouse. And then, in terms of settlement negotiations, then an attorney and a client are oftentimes able to game plan um, in terms of uh, crafting settlement uh, letters, uh, maybe how um, uh, how they communicate, let's say, in a mediation session. If this is a case where the parties are doing collaborative divorce and they have a collaborative divorce lawyer, uh, then maybe they can help put together a strategy in terms of uh, the collaborative process in which to ultimately try to maybe give on some of the items that might be uh, less important to them or not make or break type issues in order to try to get uh, concessions on the items to them that are ultimately the make or break issues, which are ultimately the issues that they just have to have uh, in their mind in order to have a settlement. Now, look, in saying this, uh, this strategy doesn't always work. Obviously, every case is different, and you're going to want to talk with your attorney about this. In some cases, it might be the parties have the exact same uh, priority uh, order. In other words, uh, there's some critical items out there um, that are make or break for both of them, and they're just diametrically opposed. They just have different viewpoints. And obviously, uh, that can make uh, this approach uh, more difficult. In some ways, uh, it can make this approach not work. But I think the key for a lot of parties is, is at least exploring this, at least talking about this, and then maybe at least uh, considering this approach in terms of set, sending settlement letters, uh, maybe uh, using this approach in mediation sessions uh, or perhaps the collaborative process to see, again, if they can give on some items, ultimately they're not as important to them to try to get concessions um, on items that are critically important to them. Again, family law and divorce, very difficult. Uh, for the reason I just said to me at the beginning, which is to, to resolve these cases, the parties have to agree uh, on really all the issues that are out there. And that's what can make this area of law
very difficult in that uh, there can be an agreement, let's say, on a lot of different issues, but there can be these one, two, or three issues, let's say, four or five even, which can really hang up the process and cause a case. Ultimately, where the parties both want to conceptually settle, not settle. But again, this is one option to think about, one option to consider. In some cases, this could be the pathway to potential settlement. So again, as a follow-up to the episode today, go to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com, check out the article we have uh, dated July 31, 2016, and the title of the article is In Settlement Negotiations You Often Have to Give to Get. So definitely an interesting topic, definitely one we wanted to cover today, and that will ultimately conclude our episode for the day, but stay tuned to our next episode of Family Law Talk coming up. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stange. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stange is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450, Clayton, Missouri, 63105.